come to this place and to feel your presence. God, we know that you know everything that we're going through, God. And we trust you, Lord. We ask that you would anoint your word this morning and that you would speak to us, God. We ask that you would challenge us, God, and direct us to follow after you, Lord. Lead us, God, in this place this morning. Let your spirit have its way, God. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Now, when God decided that it was time to bring his people out of Egypt, God didn't just show up in the middle of the night and secretly get them out of Egypt. But instead, he did so with mighty signs and wonders. He would send Moses and Aaron to confront the, the mightiest leader that the world had at that time in Pharaoh. And God would use these men to do a lot of incredible miracles. And so with every miracle that happened, with every plague that was poured out, Pharaoh's heart, heart would begin to harden. And, and he would resist in letting his people go. But God was using this, and God was intending for it. It was purposely hardening Pharaoh's heart because he was trying to make a statement through Egypt and to the rest of the world. And the statement was this, I'm not like these other gods that you claim to serve. I am the one true living God. And so with every wonder and with every plague that was poured out, each one of these plagues would, would single out and isolate a particular deity that Egypt worshipped. And in the process of this, it would destroy every god that they, that they had uh, lifted up and, and revered. And God was showing them that there is no god that was a match for the true god of Israel. And so, after all this has transpired, we have the ten plagues, we have everything that's happened, and now Pharaoh has lost his firstborn son. In all of Egypt, they've lost their firstborns, and finally they decide it's time to let the children of Israel go. And so, maybe I'm just weird, but it's here that I would expect some kind of triumphant march out of Egypt, right? I would expect God to have this great splendor on display of them leaving in a triumphant victory in Egypt, just there defeated, wondering why these people were just allowed to walk out of their city. But what happened was, the Bible says that God takes them on a different route than what was expected. It was easier just to go through the land of the Philistines. It was closer in proximity. It was, it was closer to where they were headed. But it was a better route altogether. But God knew that they were not prepared mentally for what they were going to see if they were to go down the easier road. And so instead, he led them on a different route, one that led them through the wilderness and towards the Red Sea. And it's here that Israel had to make a decision. Do I blindly follow God and trust him, or do I trust what I see and let doubt creep in? And it's here where we all have to make a decision. Now, some of you here, maybe your life has been perfect. I want to talk to you after service. I want to know how you did that. But maybe your life's been perfect. Maybe up until this point, you've never experienced doubt. Maybe up until this point, you've never been frustrated about where you're at in life. Maybe every time you've prayed, God has immediately moved and answered every prayer you've ever prayed. And every time you've transitioned, God's always been there and it's been the smoothest transition possible. But for the rest of us, we have seasons where we doubt if we're really going in the direction that God is calling us to go in. We have moments where we question if we're actually doing what God is calling us to do. We face frustrations because we tell ourselves, if this was really God's will, if this was really what God wanted me to do, 
Why is it this hard? Why wouldn't God just take me down the easier path and help me to have less struggles? I'm getting kind of tired of the struggles. You see, sometimes we have this picture in our mind and we think that if God is calling me to do something, if God is giving me a promise, if God is speaking into my life, then it's going to be easy because you only struggle when you're outside of the will of God. Have you ever heard that? Uh, let, me, let me be the bearer of bad news. That's not true. Sometimes God gives us a glimpse into what he wants to do through us, but we're just not prepared to get there yet. See, we mistakenly think that the children of Israel just marched through the wilderness because of their unbelief. But God led them through the wilderness. And it was their unbelief that kept them in the wilderness. It was never God's intention for them to spend 40 years there, but God needed to take them through the wilderness because they were not prepared to to take the land that God had promised to give them. And so sometimes we have to understand that sometimes God takes us through wilderness, not because we've done something wrong. Not because he's trying to punish us, but sometimes he takes us through a wilderness because he's preparing us to do something great in our lives. If you don't believe me, Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says that the spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he came out of the wilderness, he began a ministry that literally changed the entire world. King David was anointed king at a very early age, but the story of David took many turns and paths before he ever touched the throne. And this was because before he could be the man that God had called him to be, there was a process that had to take place to prepare David to be the man that he needed to be in order to wear the crown. And so if you can put Isaiah 55 verses 8 through 9 on the screen. Sometimes you wonder, God, why? Anybody ever ever ask why? And this is what God says. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. You see, God operates on a different plane than we do. We can only see where we've come from. And we can only see where we're at right now. But we have no ability to see what's coming tomorrow. But God sees the end from the beginning. And he knows what we're capable of handling and he knows what we're not prepared to have yet. And so God leads and God guides us based on what he sees and what he knows, not based on what we think he should do. You see, I've been talking to several people within the past month. And there's been a consistent theme every time I talk to somebody. I begin to tell them of what God's doing in my life. And the season that God just pulled me out of. And every time I talk to somebody, I get the same response. I'm going through the exact same thing right now. And so I was going through a season of frustration. That's why I asked if anybody was feeling frustrated. Because it seems like everybody I talk to is feeling frustrated. And I went through this season about a month and a half ago. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was doing. I tried to read my Bible. It was hard. I struggled. I tried to pray. It was hard. I struggled to have consistent prayer time. I even questioned if I was even doing what God asked me to do. And so one day I preached, and I think it was, the, it might have been the last time I preached here. And after service, like I normally do, I ask my wife, you know, I have, to, I have to ask, how was the service, right? How was it? And so she says, you preached a good sermon, but you weren't being yourself. 
And when she said that, something clicked. And I began, to, I began to seek after God, and I began to try to figure out what was it that I was going through. And God began to speak to me, and God began to explain to me that I wasn't being authentic. That God had called me for a specific purpose, and God was trying to do a specific thing in my life, but I was too busy trying to be what people expected me to be, that God couldn't use me. And so as I began to seek God and get closer to him and I began to understand what God was doing and I began to understand the reason that I was in this frustrated season that was, I was in, God was explaining to me that I'm trying to take you into a new level, that I'm trying to take you into a new season, but I can't take you there if your mindset stays the same. And so as soon as I began to understand this, I felt this weight just lift off of me. And I felt everything open up and I began to I began to touch God in prayer and I began to see things in the scriptures and I, everything just began to open up. And I found myself freshly inspired and excited to see what God was going to do in my life. You see, there seems to be a frustration that people are feeling like something just isn't quite right. And, and what I felt to preach today was that God has not given up on you today and God has not forgotten where you're at but that his promises are true. But sometimes he has to take us down an unlikely path because we can't see what's in front of us and because we're not prepared to have what he wants to give us. You see, it's easy to live for God when everything makes sense. I can walk by faith all day long as long as there's a light in my path and I can see where I'm going. But as soon as that path we're on begins to detour and go into a wilderness... We begin to have doubts and questions and frustrations because we're not really sure why God has taken us where God is trying to take us. So what happens when the promises that God has given you, when the word that God has spoken in your life, what happens when that seems to disappear from your life? And so if we could go ahead and put Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, because I feel God wants to speak something specific in this place. Verse 10 says, for as the rain And the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. And so what God wants me to tell somebody this morning is that sometimes... When God speaks a word into your life, it falls like the rain. And when it falls, it penetrates into the ground and it begins to bring forth fruit. And you begin to see the results of what God has spoken into your life. These are those moments that God speaks and things begin to change. I remember one day I was, I was here and I think it was Brother Holly was preaching for us and he, and he spoke to me. I've always been the guy that when they preach, when they prophesy and say, hey, you're going to get a financial increase. I'm like, hey. You going to tell me that next? Because <laughs> I'm hurting over here. Am I the only one? No. <laughs> I said we got to be authentic. And so, and so one day we're here in church, and, and, and I, I, it finally happened. God said he's going to increase my finances. And I was working a job. I wasn't making very much money. And, uh, and within six months, I went back to school got certified, and I was working in a hospital making more money than I ever made in my life. That's when, that's when it falls like the rain. That's when God speaks to you and things begin to shift and things begin to change. And we love it when God speaks to us that way. We love it when God moves quickly and we can see and understand what God's doing. But God wanted to remind somebody that sometimes God's word falls like the snow. 
You see, the amazing thing about snow is that when it falls, it covers the earth, but it doesn't penetrate the ground. And it just sits there until the season that brought the snow in begins to change. And once the seasons begin to shift, the snow begins to melt. And then the water from the melted snow begins to penetrate and do what it was intended to do. And what God wanted me to say this morning is that some of you have been given promises. And some of you have been holding on to a word from that God has spoken to you or about your family. And you've held on to it for about as long as you think you can hold on to it. And now you're beginning to doubt, did God really speak that into my life? Did God really tell me that I was called to do that? Did God really tell me those things? And God wanted me to remind you that sometimes my word is like the rain and it brings immediate results. But sometimes, sometimes my word is like the snow and it will fall in one season and it will just settle until God gets ready to transition you into a new season. Someone needs to hear me this morning. The reason you are where you're at this morning it's not because you're outside of the will of God. The reason that you're frustrated, the reason that you're confused and questioning is because the season that you're in is not conducive for what God is trying to do in your life. You see, God's getting ready to take some people and transition you. And he's getting ready to take you into a newer dimension, into a new season. He wants to do things in your life that you can't even fathom. But to get you there, he's first got to change the way you think. And so sometimes we have to walk through a wilderness, not because I'm doing anything wrong, but because God is trying to prepare me for what he wants to do in my life. We came here, what, it's been six years we've been here? And when I came here, I was a mess. I'll be honest. My head was this big. I thought that I had arrived. And God humbled me quick. It didn't take long. And so I went through a season. I was so frustrated when I got here. I was like, God, what am I doing? Why am I here? What's going on? And within the process, God began to do things in my life. And he began to do things into my spirit. And I wasn't prepared to be over a hyphen department six years ago. I could have done it. But I wasn't where God wanted me to be. God had to first do some things inside of me and to prepare me. And then when I got in hyphen, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I was doing good, but there was still this frustration. I'm like, why is this so hard? Why am I struggling so much? And then God began to put some things inside of me, some things that he wants us to do on the college campuses, some things he wants us to do outside the walls of this church. And he began to, and, and when my wife told me I wasn't being authentic, I began to examine what God was speaking into me and what I was trying to be. And I realized I can't do the things God wants me to do unless I learn to be who God has called me to be. And so I want to tell somebody this morning, don't give up in the frustration because God hasn't given up on you. He's just preparing you for your season. See, we talk a lot about how we walk by faith and not by sight. And that's easy to say when God's blessing us. But as soon as the path turns into a wilderness, we question, we doubt, and we're frustrated. But understand, God never said that it was going to be easy. Jesus even said, in this world, you're going to have trouble. He never said you wouldn't get discouraged. And see, and I wish we would get to this point in our walks with God that we could become authentic to where we could admit sometimes, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer. 
I don't know what's coming on. I don't know. God, I don't know, understand what you're trying to do. Sometimes we need to get to a place where we can say it's okay to struggle. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to doubt. And say, hey, hey, pastor, hey, hey, bishop, I'm going through some doubt right now. But we have this mentality that, we, that we're afraid somebody's going to think less of me. And somebody's going to think that I'm backsliding because I have doubts. But if you never doubt and question and ask God, then you're never really going to grow. Because God is going to put us in uncomfortable situations. And we're not always going to have the answer. And we're not always going to know why we're in the season that we're in. And so sometimes it's good to say, God, I don't understand this. God, I don't know why you're doing this, but I'm going to walk by faith because I trust that you have my best interest at heart. And so it's okay to have questions. It's okay to have doubts. But what's not okay is throwing in the towel right before God wants to bring you out of your frustration and into your new season. You see, the frustrations, the doubts, the questions, they bring us to a point that if we do not give up and we don't quit, that God can take us into a deeper level of faith and trust because when the seasons begin to shift and things begin to change, we will start to see that God has been with us the entire time. And we start to see that God has never left us, but that God was working even in my wilderness. And so there might be some of you here today thinking, I've never been close enough to God to get a promise. Um, I'm here, but God hasn't really done anything for me. I'm here, but God doesn't care about me. So let me ask you one question. Well, let me, let me ask you two questions. Would you have been here this morning under different circumstances? Or would you have visited a church if everything in your life was different? See, even when you don't know God, and even when you think you're as far away from him as you could be, his word is still going forth. And for some people, as soon as God tugs at their heart, they come, they're filled with the Holy Ghost, and they're baptized in Jesus' name. And for some, they try it, they come, they leave frustrated and they ask themselves, God, if you are really there, why am I so broken? But sometimes God's word has settled on your life. And you haven't even noticed because the season that brought the word is still active in your life. But right now, God is wanting to change the seasons in your life. And he's ready to fill you with this spirit and to give you something that you've been missing your entire life. Because God's word will never return void but it will always do the work that it was intended to do. And so if we could put our sermon slide on the screen. What God wants to tell somebody, your season is shifting. See, you came in frustrated. You came in upset. You came in with doubts and questions. But God wants to meet you where you're at this morning. And God wants to do something in your life. If we can learn to just be honest and say, God, you know what? I've been frustrated. God, you know what? I don't know where I'm going. God, I know that you've called me. God, I know you've given me a word. God, I know you've, you've spoken into my life, but I can't see it come to pass. God is trying to tell you this morning that it's time for the season you're in to shift. So whether you've been living for God for 30 years or this is your first time in an apostolic church, God wants to shift your season and the stuff that you brought with you this morning, he wants to take from you and he wants to remove your frustrations and your doubts and he wants to propel you into a new dimension of faith. 
And so if we could go ahead and stand. Anytime seasons change, the weather gets unstable. 